Good morning, Middle Street family. The scripture this morning can be found in Luke 18, verses 15 through 17. And this scripture is about Jesus and the little children. People were also bringing babies to Jesus to have him touch them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the little children to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And may the Lord bless the reading of his precious word. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Today I'm not doing the children's story. <laughs> Thank you, Jean, for reading scripture. I love you so much. I miss you, and I cannot wait for the day that you are back here with us. Um, for anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Luciana Tohis Chapman, and I am a member of this church. Blessed to be here today. Now, um, the scripture that uh, Jean read, I would like you to think of an answer or answers to these two questions, okay? How many times have you heard this passage? How many times has this sentence, let the little children come to me, been used in different contexts? And as you think of the answers to my questions, I want to say that the answers are most likely either many times or countless times. And today, for our church's Children's Day, I chose to talk about this passage because of these answers. Many times and countless times, right? We hear it so many times and in so many different contexts that we end up not hearing it anymore. We stop listening to what it means. We just giggle. <laughs> yeah give it a little nod and smile with empathy, but what does it really mean when Jesus says, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And on that note, let's think of a, about like think about little children, okay? Not kids that already go to school and have assignments to do and homework to keep up with and all the quizzes and tests that they have to study for. That can be stressful. I've been there. <laughs> and I have worried about them. So we're not talking about that context. Today we'll focus on little children. What are they like? Um, verse 15, and you can follow on your bulletin, um, says, people were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to touch them, and in some versions, for him to bless them, put, put his hands on them. So, babies, like toddlers, okay? What are they like? I want to say that except when they are hungry or hurting, <laughs> they usually have a smile on their faces, um, little children are fully dependent and they are innocent and they're vulnerable. They can't hide when they are scared and they are soft and they are cute and <laughs> giggly. 
and all they want is attention and love. I'm sure you can picture that, right? And the list could go on and on and on, but today we'll focus on three things. Jesus says that we must have faith like a child. So it's important for us to think about what are children like and how that can shape, mold, and inform our faith. So, little children have nothing to offer. They only receive Little children are courageous and bold, and little children are trusting and dependent. What would it mean for us to have a faith that offers nothing and only receives, is courageous and bold, and is trusting and dependent? What is a child like, right? So, little children have nothing to offer and they only receive. Scripture mentions babies and in some versions, infants. And they are what we can think of as a, a clean slate. The little children themselves couldn't walk up to the disciples and ask for permission to see the rabbi. The babies didn't come bearing gifts and singing praises and they weren't the ones who walked up to beg for a blessing. No, they were babies. They had absolutely nothing to offer. Parents brought them over. Their parents wanted Jesus to touch them and bless them. But the disciples rebuked them. Jesus' work was way too important to be interrupted by insignificant children. Or so the disciples thought. Little children are courageous and bold. They hear mommy or daddy saying a sad truth about the neighbor. <laughs> and as soon as they see the neighbor, they must just choose to repeat what they heard. <laughs> Completely out of boldness. No fear involved in the consequences of that truth actually hurting them. Not a true story here. I was a little girl taking swimming lessons, and for some silly reason, I decided to show off. I sheepishly went to the other side of the pool, away from the teacher and the assistant, and decided to jump in the deep. <laughs> I already knew how to swim in the shallow, where if there was a need, my little toes could touch the bottom and I'd be fine. Nope. Off I went. Jumped in the deep. <laughs> Had a hard time pulling myself up. And, and yes, I grabbed the edge of the pool. Got a little happy. Tried to pull myself up over the edge and saw that it was a little wet, but I kept pulling myself up. And I was like, my body was half over the edge and my hands slept. <laughs> Off I went. Tin first. 
All I remember was waking up in the nurse's room in pain, bloody towel with ice covering my chin. And the nurse tells me, please remain calm. Your mom is coming. Yup, that was my courageous and bold moment as a little child. I'm pretty sure that if we took the time, you would be able to tell of your children, grandchildren, and even yourself being a courageous and bold child. Now, little children are trusting and dependent. They know that soon either mommy or daddy will come bearing wipes and a new diaper to take that dirty one off of them. Whether they are breastfed or bottle fed, all they need to do is cry. And that happy, pleasing meal will make its way into their mouths. And if you think of little children at home, it never crosses their mind that will not be that there will not be lunch on the table, a snack to munch on, or even dinner later. They know it will be provided. They are worry-free, and um, they will take as it's given. When they hurt, they have no shame in begging, screaming for help, and they will throw themselves in the arms of mommy, daddy, grandma, and grandpa. They blindly trust in love. And talking about hurt, remember my hurt chin? And people telling me, remain calm, your mom is coming. You'd be thinking that I was glad that my mom was coming, right? No. No. I started crying and screaming, I wanted my dad, not my mom. My mom arrived, and I did receive her with loving arms just to tell her, I want my daddy. She had to take me to the hospital no matter what. And when we got there, they told me I'd need stitches. <laughs> I clearly remembered that I made an even bigger scene. Ugh. I said that nobody was going to touch me if my daddy wasn't there. Needless to say, my mom was a little embarrassed. My dad ended up showing up about a half hour later. And all he had to do was hug me and tell me everything would be okay and hold my hand as they stitched my chin. Kids, if you want to see my chin later, I'll show you that. <laughs> uh, yes, I do have the stitches to tell. Prove me right. But... I trusted that nothing would happen to me if my daddy was there. I was fully trusting and dependent on my daddy. And while these are all children-related stories, let's bring these examples like back to us grown-ups. Let's bring the, the context back to us, okay? What does it mean for us? Oops, not used to this. Um, what does it mean for us to have a childlike faith? 
Remember that children have nothing to offer and they only receive? What does that mean for your spirituality? We are grown-ups. The world keeps telling us that we need to do things to earn recognition and to be worthy. What if God tells you, you are worthy right now? What if God says he loves you powerfully and deeply? even if you feel like you have nothing to offer. Where does Jesus keep saying to you, just receive? Children are courageous and bold, right? How are you courageous and bold? How are they courageous and bold in the first place? What does it mean to be courageous? And do you wish you were bolder in your face? Do you have the courage to pray boldly? Are you being bold in your hourly, daily, never ceasing conversations with the Lord? Are you being courageous in Him and accepting the challenges which He promises will make you stronger? What does it mean to you to be really trusting and dependent in your faith? Are you trusting and dependent? Really? Do you believe in the toughest moments and in the toughest days and in the toughest times that God will never leave you nor forsake you? What is God saying to you? As I prepared for and rehearsed this sermon, that's that time, Elizabeth, I struggled with self-doubt. My thoughts were mainly about how would I do and what I would say and how people would see me. I had to remind myself countless times and times and times again that this is not about me. This is about what the Spirit can accomplish through me. All of this is meant for his glory. Thank you. <laughs> Such a gentleman. It's all about what the Spirit can do through me. All of this is meant for his glory. I needed to surrender like a child would do. I am a child of God. Do you believe that you are a child of God? Romans 8, verses 16 and 17 says, 
The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in His suffering, in order that we may also share in His glory. In order for God to be able to use me as an instrument, I have to be listening to His voice, trusting in His love and His good plans for me. Because He says He is for me. See, we discussed here that little children have nothing to offer, right? Yet, the Lord has created them, has molded them, and loves them deeply. All they need to do is receive the kingdom of God. With your childlike faith, how aware are you that you have nothing to offer? What do you need to give up in order to receive the kingdom of God? Do you need to give up pride and your wish to please the world? Do you need to let go of the wish to please the world and become different? Where do you need to be courageous and bold like a child? Act not in fear, but in love. Little children don't fear waking up in the middle of the night because of nightmare and asking for a hug, attention, and love. When you wake up sweating and scared because of a nightmare, grown-ups, do you ask your Father in Heaven to calm your heart? Where are you not depending on Christ? How does He long to know you more and more and have a relationship with you? I know these are lots of questions, okay, guys? So I don't know if you were taking notes. Maybe you were going to watch it again. But I know these are lots of questions. And for that same reason, I feel the need to advise you of something before we move on, of course. Don't let my questioning and my asking you if you are courageous, are you bold and you're trusting and dependent, sound like I am telling you, you need to work harder on these, okay? Don't let, don't let these become, uh, like, take, don't, let this legal, don't take this legalistically. Because this would mean that I'm taking you away from the main truth of Scripture. Before all of these things, before it all, comes love. Love is the fountain from which all these actions and they spring and become alive. Jesus loves you more deeply than you can dare even hope. When you are confident in that love, all else will inevitably follow. Because you are so confident in his love, you become bolder and courageous. Because you don't doubt for even a split second on his everlasting love for you, 
trusting and depending on him will just become part of who you are. Jesus says, right on the text, the only way to enter the kingdom of God is to receive it like a child. Of all the things that the world keeps telling you to value, want, and need, what is it that you actually need to let go in order to receive the kingdom of God? Do you throw yourself in the loving arms of God when you are scared, just like a child would do? Do you blindly trust the creator of the universe, the one that called you by name to hold on to you when you throw yourself in his arms? 1 John 3, verses 1 and 2 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. What does God keep saying to you, child of God? Don't let me trick you into thinking this is easy. <laughs> Because as grown-ups, we all know that this is easier said than done. But take it as a dare. I dare you to know Christ more. To learn about how bold he was when he decided to act humbly. How courageous he was when he chose to eat with the tax collectors and the lesser of people. Believe me, this whole sermon has clearly been a way for the Spirit to tell me how much more I have to trust Him like a child trusts their mommy and their daddy. I am truly convicted, and I'm preaching to myself more than I'm preaching to anyone else. But I say that the beauty of it all lies in the fact that God made sure to remove his one and only son from the comfort of being by his side and sent him here to be like us. God put on skin, lived like us, suffered like us, and was rejected like some of us few we are because he chose to be different. But more than anything, Jesus showed us what real love is all about. The washing of feet in humbleness, the guilt and pain he might have felt when he knew all those disciples that had been following him were about to feel the real pain of carrying their own cross right after suffering the loss of their teacher 
They're rabbi, their savior. Death on the cross is the proof of love. Love that he intended to live and through his actions pass on the wisdom to all those who were watching and would hear of it and would practice it. Little children are beautiful in their innocence, gentle and kind-hearted and a clean slate ready to be written on with no judgment, ready to receive. Let's guide our children to be more like Jesus. Jesus says, the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Let the little children come to me. All the things that the grown-ups try to strategize and perfect and make sure is good and dress to impress. All of these, this thinking that we must always be ready to show our worth, none of that is real in a little child's mind. Be like a child. Blindly trust me. Throw yourself in my loving arms when you're scared. Don't fear. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you believe I am the one who created you, child of God?